0: Hi, I'm James Schilling Law. I'm here with Michael Lim, who's the Acting Director Americas for the Hong Kong Tourism Board. And boy, it's been a while since I've been in Hong Kong. I was in Hong Kong a lot, about six times. And we're actually here in New York at the Hong Kong Tourism Board's offices. But we wanted to get an update on what's going on in Hong Kong, which is open for business. And we're going to talk about a whole lot about that and more on Insider Travel Report. Michael, first of all, it's great to see you here. Um, you're fairly new in the job, although you've been covering uh, other parts of the world for Hong Kong for a while, right?
1: Yes, But well first, uh, thank you for having me. Uh, uh, yes, I've been uh, covering, actually, I'm the director for Canada Center in South America. Based in Toronto, but have also been called to duty for the acting America's position.
0: So you got more work to do now. That's uh, a much bigger territory. Bigger territory. Well, let's talk a little bit about. First of all, as I said, is Hong Kong really officially back in business for tourism? Is there are there any conditions or preconditions for travelers in uh, going to the destination?
1: We're fully open. Okay. okay. Open for business. We're open for business, and we would love to In fact, you to also come with us. To I see
0: would it. love. I, well, it's been a while. It's been about pre-COVID, certainly, and I think the last time I was telling you, I think it was there uh, at the end of a cruise, and, and you guys actually helped uh, give me a great tour of parts of Hong Kong I'd never seen, and there are. You think you've seen everything in Hong Kong, but you really haven't. You haven't. There's so much more to see.
1: Yeah, there's, there's a lot of new experiences, a world of you know great experiences to see, and there's a lot of new infrastructure and... Um, We can't wait to have you back
0: no and i would i'm going to try to get back there hopefully this year we'll see now what have been the visitor numbers so far like for 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 first for 2022 and what we're looking at this year so far especially from the us
1: well the first five months let's look at the global scene first we had over 10 million visitors Mm -hmm. uh, versus the pre-pandemic average we've recovered about 40 percent global. It's not, not bad. You still got a ways to go, but it's. We do. Out. Now, remember, we were very late to open. And also, of course, there were a lot of external factors. But to answer your question on the U.S. numbers, we're at about 150,000 for the first five months and the recovery is about 28% versus the pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. Now, you just mentioned, yes, we do have a long way to go. Um, of course, as I mentioned, a lot of factors into this, right? We were late opening, uh, however, and also the resumption of capacity was mm-hmm. the major hindrance to, to us. Um, but the good news is the second half of 2023 is the flights are coming back yeah. nonstop from the US to Hong Kong. So we're quite excited. We're started to telling the, you know our lovely hello Hong Kong story and we will have you know many packages uh, available for visitors.
0: No, that's great and in fact one of my questions my next question relates to that because the arrival and departure experience uh, in Hong Kong is different now the air, there's a lot of new stuff at the airports right?
1: Yeah it's all about you know the experience, the airport experience in Hong Kong. Um, we have new products such as a new um, lounge opened by Uh, premium plaza group it's called intervals Mm -hmm. and Cathay has reopened its lounges and many of our lounges actually have won numerous international awards
0: yeah so it's easier to get in and out of there and in line with the question we were talking about earlier have most major uh, airlines resumed their service from the US to Hong Kong
1: as I mentioned we are they're gradually uh, uh, resuming their flights in the second half of the year there's more news you know Cathay Pacific and United um, have uh, are increasing flights to Hong Kong. Mm-hmm.
0: No, and so that's going to be great and you're going to have more here. Now, the other thing, of course, and Hong Kong is famous for its hotels and, uh, you know, we think, OK, we know all the hotels there, but there's been an expansion of your hotel product uh, over the, the pandemic period. Uh, what are some of the new hotels you have these days?
1: Well, you know, I think for Hong Kong during the uh, pandemic uh, period of time, it's a city that had never stopped building tourism infrastructure. Wow. So include we have even
0: more hotels now
1: right yeah i think uh, as of march of 2023 we have uh, 319 hotels with about over 89,000 rooms to offer and during the pandemic years we've opened 15 new hotels so you can imagine we have an array of hotels for any type of traveler to enjoy
0: yeah no and in fact we can go back to the the classics ones like the peninsula and we're actually just talking about the intercontinental which is now the regent yes. uh they re- rebranded but you got other ones here like the silvery hong kong which i i'd love to see and uh, i think there's the the fullerton which i know uh i know from singapore right
1: yes and they opened a a, a property in hong kong and it's actually on the south side and actually uh right opposite Ocean Park and Waterworld. So it's a different experience looking at the South China Sea.
0: No, so you've got a lot of different experiences there. I mean, we could go on and on because I, I think got a whole list of about seven new hotels or something that were, were part of that and then you wanted to pay a nod to the classics and that, that I love so much. You know, obviously you got Shangri-La, you got things like that. you got the the, the Ritz-Carlton, which I, I spent some time at uh, the last time I was in Hong Kong. But uh, there's also a lot of stuff on the dining front for Hong Kong and uh, we'll talk a little bit about that because you got a few Michelin star restaurants, right?
1: Well, we have plenty of eaters. I think we have over 10,000 eateries, so uh, you'll never go home. Hungry in Hong Kong?
0: I don't know. I, I was really hungry one time. I walked for hours, and finally I found the restaurant. No, <laughs> the restaurants are all over the place. It's crazy, but it is—you can't go you know, a step without finding something to eat. That's for sure.
1: That's probably you know yes, from you know, from the street foods to the local cafes known as cha Chantan. And don't forget—I'm not sure if you tried the pineapple bun and the Hong Kong milk tea. Well, I haven't
0: tried that yet. Well, I, there's reason to go back. I
1: think I, I we know. better get on a plane now because it sounds good. Okay, so from the local cafes to all the eateries to Michelin restaurants. Hey, by the way, we have 78 uh, Michelin-starred restaurants these days in Hong Kong.
0: Well, that's that's amazing, you know, because everybody says, I mean, Michelin is not covering the world, but it's amazing, and I've been lucky enough to go to some of them back when I was there. Now, uh, the other thing about it is I understand that you've got a lot of new attractions in terms of museums, and and there's new stuff at the Hong Kong Palace Museum, uh, I understand, as well as some other museums, right?
1: Well, let's talk about, because that's all under what we call the West Kowloon Cultural District. Okay. Okay, it's a reclaimed land. It's a whole district dedicated to arts and culture. Mm-hmm. We just opened recently the M Museum and the Palace Museum. In that collection, we also have the Ziqi Center, which is the home of Cantonese Opera. So when visitors can go into this district to enjoy a really complete art experience.
0: No, so that's great, because I, I remember one of my favorite museums is the one that depicts all the history of Hong Kong, which is a fascinating museum. Uh, I really spent hours there the last time, and that was a few, time, a few times ago. Now, the other thing, of course, is you're very famous for your events. Uh, you know, things like the uh, international dragon boat races and and a lot of things like that. Tell us a little bit about what's going on in Hong Kong on an event standpoint this year.
1: Okay, well, we were excited when we reopened. We already said we were going to have over 250 events and festivals in 2023, Can Imagine 250 events and festivals, and the, and returning to these are our signature events. Mm. Just last month, the international dragon boat races occurred, and we're actually the home of Mountain dragon boat races. Moving on to the fall, we have the wine and dine festival, which is the last week of October, which is a signature, you know, a foodie event of uh, it's a weekend, you know, basically outdoors, and then we have the wine and dine month that. It was in November. So you're not
0: satisfied with just a festival. You have to have a whole month devoted to it, right?
1: Well, it's actually <laughs> you know, anytime you visit Hong Kong, it's a part of that experience, yeah. right? Any day. So it's not only about the festival or the month. Whenever the visitors come, they can always enjoy the the culinary experience that Hong Kong has to offer.
0: Well, that's another great, I mean, food is a major part of Hong Kong. Now, uh, you also, and I've been lucky enough to experience this, what you call the great outdoors in Hong Kong, because believe it or not, everybody thinks, oh, Hong Kong is this just massive city on two two different islands. you know what? You, you can actually there's green spaces too. There's a wonderful, and I've been out there. Uh, so talk a little bit about that. I think you now have a guidebook to to feature that, right?
1: Yes, we do. Well, first of all, gonna maybe we start. I guess we should say, hey, Hong Kong is actually seventy percent rural.
0: It's okay. was amazing to me. And, but then when I went out there, I saw you got green spaces and parks, and it's wonderful.
1: Yeah, and it's all about proximity. All of this is available within about an hour, and and it's all accessible by local transport. Okay. Even if, you know, for people that ha- don't have too much time, they can do city walks. But from city walks to perhaps going on a serious hike on the Macca House Trail, mm. the Macca House Trail is 62 miles long in a country, and it covers eight country parks. Wow. We also have 260 outlying islands.
0: Yeah, I, can't, I said two islands, but you have so many different islands there. It's just a, its an archipelago, really, of 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 different islands there in Hong Kong. And we all know Hong Kong Island. We know Kulon, uh, but there's so much more to see. And I was lucky enough to go out, have lo- lovely seafood out on another island, and go. And it was just an amazing experience. That was the last time I was there, and it was the first time I got a chance to enjoy that. And now you have a guide that tells you all about these things, right?
1: That's that's right. And uh, you know the three you know favorite islands uh, for visitors from 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 the U.S. Lantau it's where the airport is located. Right. Did you have a chance to experience the Big Buddha?
0: I have seen it from a distance, but never up
1: close. Yeah. Okay, or Nongping 360, the cable car?
0: I, again, seen it from a distance, but never got out there because we were always on our way or back from the airport, which is crazy because uh, I really wanted to see that. But a lot of people do it,
1: yeah. You mentioned you had seafood. So that, that must have been Lama Island. Yeah, that was it. There yeah. you go. And we also have Changchou and Zhou. So depending on the interest, there's a lot of truly unique culture island culture to, to, to do yeah
0: now obviously we're looking at what you're going to be doing to kind of really spur visitation and uh you, you mentioned the the current uh, marketing campaign hello hong kong tell us a little bit about that how it works and and if there's anything more to come
1: yeah we're really excited about the hello hong kong campaign um it was kicked off in february of 2023 and we wanted to really look at uh, welcoming the world with open arms open doors you know it's a world of new experiences mm-hmm. we, we were just talking about you know we have an array a multitude of experiences for every type of, of visitor mm-hmm. um, and of course it kicked off we wanted to say unprecedentedly to look at you know how would we do this so um, a part of the campaign the, to kickstart the campaign we gave away 500,000 tickets around the world we also have Hong Kong goodies as a gesture we're in this goodie bag per se, you can actually claim uh, and have a drink at one of the fabulous bars that we have too.
0: I'm, I'm already there. I mean, that, that sounds like a good deal.
1: <laughs> yeah, so we want to, you know, again, really do a wow campaign and welcome the world to, to, to revisit or to visit Hong Kong.
0: Now, the other thing, of course, for our our viewers, we're, we got to about 120,000 travel advisors out there in the market, and they're probably eager to learn more about Hong Many of them, you know, they might have had Hong Kong specialist training in the past, but what are the training uh, programs you may have for travel advisors here in the U.S.?
1: we 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 got an array. We do still partner with with many of our uh, travel trade partners in doing actually in-person seminars. Um, And also we have for those that prefer to do online our Hong Kong Specialist Program available at uh, partnernet.hkdb.com and it is an online do-it-yourself program and you can be certified as a Hong Kong specialist. So that's
0: cover up so now if you haven't done it yet and and of course during COVID, a lot of people kind of let that kind of training and education slide it's time to get, get back because you want to bring your your guests your clients to hong kong as soon as possible now
1: uh is there anything else you want to tell our travel advisors about hong kong today well we're just really excited to have perhaps you to visit hong kong and i'll your clients so if there's anything we can assist with we're just to here to help you. So just let us know. And a great reference site is discoverhongkong.com.
0: Yeah, well, that was what I was going to say. What's the website and where can they find it? And it's discoverhongkong.com, right?
1: Yes, that's the consumer site. And I mentioned partnered at partnerhkdb.com, which is our trade site, especially catered to the travel trade around the world.
0: Well, Michael, I want to thank you for taking the time. The next time we do this, we have to be in Hong Kong, okay?
1: Sure. When can you go?
0: We've got to go get some of that, the, that bun you were talking oh, about. Okay. That was, uh, we'll go see some of that. But again, it's great to see you here in New York, and hopefully I'm going to get to Hong Kong soon. I really do enjoy it. It's an amazing city, uh, uh, amazing basically territory that, that really uh, has everything to it, and it's one of the most accessible places in that area. Uh, Michael, again, thank you so much.
1: No, thank you, and uh, we look forward to having everybody back in Hong Kong very soon.